Hey, what's going on? It's Mike Clark with Kill Procrastination. Um, I know it's been a while since I've been on the air. Man, I had a lot going on. A lot of new things to talk to you guys about. A lot of new material uh, that's going to help me stay motivated. And for you guys to hold me accountable, as well as the same for you. I'm going to hold you accountable. All right, so let me tell you, man, where have I been? And also, before I get that far, I want to uh, thank all of my new listeners, man. Um, the channel's growing, which is great. You know, I'm going to celebrate them small wins, you know, to the average person or the, the big uh, podcaster or YouTuber. Um, I'm at the bottom right now, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't nothing too much to gloat about if it was dumb. But for me, hey, man, anything's a win. I'm going to take it. So why has it been a month since my last show, Mike? Mike, what the hell you been doing, bro? Man, I had to regroup. I had to refocus because I was doing so much at one time, man. I'm trying to do a, a clothing line. I was trying to open up a vending machine business. Uh, man, I had a lot going on. So I had to actually uh, slow some of that stuff down, um, regroup, um, reorganize my thoughts, and see what made the most sense. Um one of my main priorities was always real estate. So I'm still real big with real estate. Um, man, I'm, I'm on it all day, looking at properties all day. Um, it consumes my life at this point, man. It, it really does. But the biggest thing that I've done, and man, this happened in a matter of months, man. I've been talking to my dad on the low, trying to get him motivated to do something with some commercial buildings that he bought. You know, and, and even though they're paid for, I still called him a liability, which, of course, that made him upset because he's like, how is it a liability when I don't have to pay for him? I'm like, Dad, you still got to pay taxes and, you know what I'm saying, you still got light, water, and gas you got to pay for. I mean, it's not producing anything. Yeah, it's paid off, but, you know, what you going to do with it? So, you know, we used to argue about that for a while until finally, I don't know what happened, where you heard it from, but um, he decided he wanted to open up a U-Haul dealership so of course I looked into it um, and um, it was something I actually loved I loved the idea it was something that I was willing to invest my time and energy in as well so we actually been working on this for the last month so that's where I have been I'm just doing research trying to get everything prepared we're now 30 days away from getting it open and running live so um, I, I really I can't wait to get it started and get it moving man I really can't so I'm going to switch right over to letting you guys know um, everything else I've been doing prior to arguing with my dad and starting a U-Haul dealership. But um, the second part is just letting you guys know that every day you need to do something. You know what I'm saying? Even if something's small, just get up and do something, research something, and then apply it to your day. Don't sit there and just be like, okay, I'm reading, I'm reading, I'm reading, and I got to read more. And I, because... I told you guys like that on my first episode, I believe. It's like, man, you get caught up in trying to read everything and trying to make sure everything is perfect and you have all the correct equipment and whatever you're trying to do. And it's just, it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be the right time. Um, man, it's just like, just do it, man. Let it be organic. Start building around it. Just, you know, just get started. That's the biggest thing. And I've said that repeatedly. If you've listen to all of my uh, episodes you'll know 
um i'm real big with that just get started like this you all thing i was like man just get started it, it, it seemed very over, overwhelming but we um put it together piece by piece and we laid it out you know what i'm saying because i mean there's a there's a good saying man how do you eat an elephant and it's one bite at a time as 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 crazy as that sound that's true you know it takes one bite at a time you you break it down in small bites and you get it done because anything you do can seem overwhelming man to be honest it does so i I mean i still battle with that but i have gotten better with just doing things day by day man and not stressing so much so it wasn't easy it didn't happen overnight so just letting you know that but i made it a habit with these properties to view at least 50 properties a day daily whether i I analyze them or not, I am viewing 50 properties a day. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care what's going on. I cannot sleep unless I looked at at least 50 properties. You know what I'm saying? Um, it sounded real generic when I kept hearing it. Know your market. Know your market. Um, know how to analyze properties. Like you, like. you, But when you understand, like that's something you have to do daily so you can fully understand how much is a square foot uh, for a property, how much is... Uh, property taxes how much is is uh, market rents you know what I'm saying you, you need to know that information and I still don't know everything and when I talk to my realtor and I talk to anyone else I'm not the smartest guy in the room I just go off of what I think I know at the time and I get corrected a lot but I don't get offended by it I don't take it personal I lock it in and I move on you know we all need to be able to take um no criticism don't take it personal man don't take it personal you know just um learn from it uh, stay motivated from it and keep doing what you're doing now now i say that with a grain of salt because nobody should be telling you something that they're not actually doing themselves you know what i'm saying so if i'm looking at 50 properties you ain't looking at none but you're giving me all the goddamn uh advice uh you know i, I might not take you serious you know what i'm saying so if you're really doing it or you're you know you're investing into it and you're you're going down that same road then yeah I'm, I'm going to respect what you're saying to me you know no one's too small or too big to to take advice so i mean that leads me to my next my next point is man i eat sleep and breathe real estate i don't have 100 properties under my belt i don't have 200 properties i got one i got one ladies and gentlemen <laughs> but <laughs> I know where I won't have one by next year. I could tell you that. I won't have one in five years. I could tell you that. It's just it takes time, man. I know we live in a society where everything needs to happen right now, right now, right now. But you know, if you plan and you know you do everything you need to do, it'll come. And I believe that it'll come. I'll build it up. And in the meantime, I'm going to learn my market, which is uh, South Bend, Indiana, if you want to know. Um, I was not born there, but I was raised. I was raised there. So I really know the the neighborhoods, the, you know, each side of the vector on that place. And um, however, I haven't been back in like, man, four years, five years. And it has changed dramatically. But I always knew that growing up as a kid, like I knew that Notre Dame, for you guys that don't know, is uh based out there in South Bend, Indiana. And they have literally taken over South Bend. 
And I was saying that for years when I was in high school. Like, man, this is crazy, man. Like, it just looks like it was a bunch of empty lives. It was a bunch of abandoned buildings. I mean, we had a lot of shootings, a lot of murders, all, all sorts of stuff, man. But now that I look back, it's like, man, were they doing it just to drop the property value? Just so they can buy it all up? Because those same neighborhoods that I could think back on that were horrible are now, they have $400,000 houses sitting on them. They got hippie bars everywhere. <laughs> man, it, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, I, I barely recognize it. But that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm. there's nothing wrong with change. Um, there's nothing wrong with growing and becoming better. So, I just want to get on board at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, I want to collect up as many properties as I can um, before they get to my side of the neighborhood, which is the north side of uh, South Bend, Indiana. And um, I want to be ready, ladies and gentlemen. And I will be ready. So, you know, if you guys think about it, you, you, you need to say it to yourself, man. Am I being ready? Am I, am I getting ready for the next wave? What am I doing? How am I preparing? Because I tell you, when you walk out that door, man, everything is still moving. Everything is still moving and grooving. You need to understand that. And I, I really believe in the next 5, 10, 15 years, man, life's really going to change dramatically with AI and, um, you know, computer software. Like, I mean, if you look now, man, there's self-checkouts everywhere. Those, those minimum wage jobs that we complain about that we want to get paid more money for. By the time we get paid more money for it, I don't think that job's going to even exist anymore. I mean, robots are doing everything at this point. So what are you going to do? If you can't maintain those machines, you can't code those machines, you can't work on those machines, what's going to be your job? What are you going to do? I mean, I don't know, man. You know, I don't want to scare anybody. I just I just want you guys to think about that because we're overdue for the Jetsons. We've been saying that stuff for years. We're overdue for it. And if anybody's ever seen that cartoon, man, Life was as easy as pushing a button, man. A button for this, a button for that. All that self-delivery and, and face-to-face, all that stuff was gone. So, I want you guys to think about that, man. And that's what I thought about. Like I said, man, when I had to regroup and refocus, that's that's the biggest thing that I thought about. Is like, man, where am I going to be? And how do I want to be on the spectrum of this? You know, how do I want to be remembered? How? What am I doing to leave that family legacy? You know, I continue to listen to podcasts, man. I love Earn Your Leisure. I love uh, Millionaire Mindsets, man. There's so many of them that just you got to listen to just to keep you motivated. I feel like it's an energy level. I do believe in that energy, positive energy and um, motivation, motivational energy. Because if you're around a bunch of negative people, nine times out of ten, you're going to be negative. You're around people who want to complain all day, nine times out of ten, you're complaining. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, there's some things to complain about, but what is that going to do for you? You got to ask yourself that. What is it going to do for you? Because at the end of the day, man, life's about you, man. Nobody, Nobody's going to do anything for you. And don't expect someone to do something for you. I know we want the government to do this and that, man, but I'm not banking on that, man. I want to bank on myself. I want to bet on myself, you know? And I could live and die with by those odds, man. 
So I want everyone to really, really take that time. So if it's like I took that month off just to regroup, because, you know, I don't want to tell you guys no lie. I'm, I'm, I'm on this show and I tell you guys the truth. I tell you about my life, my experiences, no fluff, no bullshit. I ain't shit, no people. I ain't, I'm not I'm faking for nobody. I'm telling you guys the real, man. And I've been struggling day by day. But I think the reason why, like I said, I made this podcast was just to keep accountability of myself. You know, and I tell you what, man, it felt really good to like uh, pay for a plane ticket, <laughs> a round trip to go handle some business, like to say legitly I'm handling business. Like I'm going down to talk to one of the GMs of U-Haul, you know, for my for my side of town, like in South Bend, Indiana, like, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, I had a real meeting, you know, we have a development going on right now for storage units. And I'm going to get into the nitty gritty with it, you guys. I'm not going to just say y'all no flow. I'm going to give you the numbers. I'm going to give you what I've been doing and, and, and what I've been trying to learn because um, I don't have a business degree. So I am learning everything from Google, YouTube, uh, word of mouth. Um, and um, I'm just doing it, man. And I'm not making an excuse anymore. And I'm not going to be afraid anymore not to be the smartest person in the room. I'm going to expose myself to be around smarter people than me. And if I sound dumb, you know, forget it. Because what's the worst thing that's going to happen, man? You're going to laugh at me? Okay, well, you know, laugh at me. That's cool. But uh, as I'm learning and building, I might end up having that last laugh, you know? So uh, I want you guys to understand that, man. Don't let nobody kill your motivation, talk down on you. Don't do that. So when I say that, you need to change your circle. And that's what's going to help you motivate you as well, man. Uh, change your circle. That's going to keep you motivated. Because my friends keep me motivated. I got so many that are actually doing, man, great things, big things, man. I got one friend that's working on his, um, a fitness uh, courses and a fitness, online fitness uh business plan like man he's he's killing and you know what he invested a little bit of money in that man like he really did and i like people who will invest in themselves man and he really did like he's all in i got another friend that's doing so much man he actually started a podcast he's doing his things he's been selling seafood for a minute i got other friends that's doing man i I could go on and on about what some of these people are doing man but that's what I said. So when you look around, what is everyone else doing around you? You know what I'm saying? Because I always said this back in the day, man. Like, how can we get, how could people be upset with certain people? I'm not even going to go all into the culture and all that stuff. But when certain individuals become, when they do negative things, but that's all they've seen around them. How can we make, how can we get upset at that? When there's another community, when they walk out their doors, they see doctors, lawyers, uh, stockbrokers, and all these things. Of course, you're going to do that. So I really feel like that is the the key, man. Exposure. If you're exposed to the right things, you're going to do the right things nine times out of ten. And um, you got to keep that going. Straight up. Straight like that. No, there's, there's no doubt about it that that's going to really change your thought process in life 
you know and then when i say that also when you get around those people don't don't get overwhelmed with everything they're telling you and then you got to feel like you got to read all these books and and you got to do this and that just research it and then put it in place immediately you know what i'm saying don't use the analysis paralysis thing that they have heard a lot because it's real you can sit there and be like man i gotta look at this i gotta look at that i'm never ready i'm never where i need to be like man this come on man straight up so i want to go into a new segment that I want to try to hit you guys with. Well, it's not the new segment. I always try to hit you guys with this, but I think I cheated you guys on the last couple episodes with my story time. And um, I want to tell you about the story of me trying to currently sell my house. It's not a win. It's not a loss. But, you know, it, it didn't play out the way I wanted to. So um, I'm currently in the process of trying to sell my property, which has been a horrible Oh my God, this has been crazy because I tell you what, if you're going to sell a property, do not live in it because the showings would drive you crazy. I mean, these people come in my house, they're touching stuff, they're tearing stuff up, they're leaving all my doors open, turning my lights on. And then, you know, me and COVID and they're just like, why are you touching everything? Just walk around and see how you like it and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that's that's not been the case. So long story short, we got it finally under contract, get it under contract. And during a contract, if you guys don't know, it's like when you want to buy a house, first thing you got to do is look for what you want. You find out what you want. You got a realtor, you're doing it yourself, you get a contract. And that contract is saying you're going to buy it under certain conditions. So this certain condition was they, of course, wanted an inspector. And the inspector is somebody who's going to go around your house and make sure that it's a working standard. Make sure your foundation is straight. Make sure the electric, uh, you know, all the electric work is good. You know, it has a, you know, it has those amenities you're looking for and it's, and it's, and it's up to quality standards, you know? So I end up finding out that my roof has hail damage. Didn't know this at all. Um, but once you find certain things out about the inspection, you can use that to leverage yourself. So if you want to save some money off of a house, you can say, Hey man, look, I need 20 grand off of it because of that. Or, you know, you need to repair that before I actually go close on this house and buy it. Um, so at this point, that fell back. Um, I went ahead and they just decided to change out and back out, which was crazy to me because I don't understand why you would do that because an inspector costs some money. Putting a house under contract takes time and money. It was just ridiculous. So um, I was a little frustrated with that. I was a little down on myself about it. But, you know, we're going to move on and keep grooving, um, doing what we got to do with the property. Um, but I want to let you people know, like, man, sometimes you're not always going to get wins. And it's okay. It's okay not to get wins. I mean, I'd rather have a win. <laughs> like LeBron James last night, I'm sure he would would have loved that win last night. But, you know, Danny Green didn't make the win. The inspector didn't make the win for me, you know. So, <laughs> that's just how it goes. So... Um, I want to come back to you guys, um, hopefully sometime this week. I want to get you guys some more information on what I've been doing um, in detail. I want to break down a lot of things that I'm doing and I want to keep you guys motivated um, to win, to shine, to keep doing what you've been doing. So if you don't know, now you know, this is Mr. Clark on Kill Procrastination. 
if you want to follow me and continue to uh, see what I am doing, you can follow me on Facebook at Michael James Clark the Third, and that's Michael M I C H A E L James J A M E S Clark C L A R K, and the third is I I I capitals. All right. Uh, Twitter, you can follow me on Kill Procrastin One. That's K I L L P R O C R A S T I N One. And then also on Instagram at Kill Procrastination 101. All right. And yes, sir. That's about it. You know, I'm going to uh, keep it short, sweet, to the point. I know I don't want to keep these things too long. I like to be around 20 minutes. So if you want to know something, you want to hit me up, you want to f- see what I've been doing, um, follow me. Um, hit me up in my inbox. It's whatever. You know, I'm. I'm I'm definitely going to give out advice if you want it. And and I'm definitely open to answering any questions that you may have. All right. I love you guys. Stay strong. Stay safe. Peace.